0: we're back with our another mini episode. episode. (laughs) Hopefully Uh,
1: this is our last mini episode and we're going to start a new series next week. That's our plan. Yep. Uh, You know, life happens sometimes and you can't always uh, control what happens and that's okay. We have to just take it as it comes, but we're, we're thankful to be here. We're thankful to put out these mini episodes to hopefully just be an encouragement. I actually kind of like them because they can be Kind of random.
0: Yep we we definitely sometimes we plan these out really well and then sometimes we just don't and, and uh, just come off the fly. There's <laughs> they come no off the cuff. there's no
1: notes for this one. So that's right. That's we're right. not sure what's going to happen. And but so, introduce our topic for us. Today, yes. Brian.
0: Le- yeah. So we're going to talk about the idea of loving your family well by having realistic expectations. And uh, so the thought behind this is. Sometimes we have these expectations uh, that we put on our kids or our spouse or maybe our kids, you know, have for us. And we hold people to expectations that are just not realistic, expectations we don't want anybody to put on to us. Yeah. And so um, like there, there are some things that we were kind of just hashing through. And one would be sure. like the difference between um, kids being. Uh, Deliberately disobeying versus accidentally uh, disobeying. Yeah, like so that. we're
1: so we're both fathers, right. and I have four children. The oldest being fourteen, uh, be fifteen here in a couple months, and the youngest being six. Mm-hmm. And then you have two guys.
0: Yep. Yeah, they're very little. One's two, and one is eight months now. Yeah. So.
1: And so sometimes, uh, you know, first of all, sometimes I mean, they're they're humans, right? They're not perfect. Things happen, so sometimes they might. Spill a glass of juice or a glass of water. Um, And, you know, ultimately, if that happens, we need to not get upset and fly off the handle, especially if things are a true accident. Right. If somebody just has an accident, we need to allow them to have an accident. Yep. And, and some parents get really upset because they they want their house to be perfect and they want things to
0: be a mm-hmm. certain way.
1: So they just get mad at accidents.
0: Well, and we have to ask ourselves the question, why am I angry about this? Right. And so for me, for instance, using that analogy of sp- a very real analogy of spilling like milk, you know, my son will will be drinking his milk and he'll be playing around with it, you yeah. know, and he's playing around with the milk and it's like, son. Don't play with your milk. You need to drink your milk, blah, blah, blah. And then he keeps playing around, spills his milk. Well, I'm not so mad that he spilled it. I'm mad that he was being disobedient. Sure. Um, But then there's times where his milk is exactly where it's supposed to be. He's doing good. Everything's fine. And then something happens and the tablecloth shifts and the milk spills. Right, And pure accident. If I get mad at that, I'm not mad that he disobeyed. I'm mad that I have to clean this up. Yeah. It's an inconvenience for me. Right. It's very selfish is what it is. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) that's what we're really having to fight against is having selfish expectations. Right.
1: You know, yeah. And and you bring up a good point um, with kids. I call it kind of accidental disobedience Mm -hmm. where, you know, a kid is being a kid. He's what? How old is he now?
0: Two. um, Well, yeah, I get... Going on three. Going kinda. on three. Yeah.
1: So if he's playing with his milk, you say, okay, son, don't play with your milk. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he keeps doing it. I don't think he's, I don't think at that age, he's willfully disobeying you. Sure. It may be that he's forgotten or mm-hmm. maybe, you know. And that's
0: true. And he's reminding. He needs reminding. he's still so young. I got to keep that in mind. Right.
1: And so I, th- I definitely think we want to hold him up to expectations, but I think we have to be careful. Is there an intent to disobey? Right. Now, if you, if your kid is older. And you say, Mm -hmm. hey, I don't want you taking this juice onto the carpet. I want you to keep it in the kitchen. And then they go onto the carpet and they spill it. Then it's like, "Okay, I asked you not to do this. You need to give them some sort of punishment. Now, again, the punishments need to be um, need to be at the level of Mm -hmm. the disobedience, fitting the crime. Right. (laughs) You know, hey, you're going to make them clean this up. That's right. You know, because they're older, you're going to make them clean this up, mm-hmm. and you may give them an extra chore, or you may do something light to to help them to reinforce the lesson. Right. Hey, we don't take juice onto the carpet. Right. You know.
0: Yeah, and sometimes you know we don't have to talk a lot about discipline like methods, but but like it's it's kind of like a consistent. As long as you have a consistent kind of um, pattern that you follow. And again, you're not you're not you're not just jumping to extreme discipline. That's right. that's not helpful because then then you're just creating fear. Yes. You're not trying to create fear. You're trying to help instill the understanding of loving obedience. Yes. And so you know you, they need help with that. Well, I think,
1: so. I think especially as dads we struggle. You know the moms have like forty seven levels mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, stop. No, you need mm-hmm. it. No, no, and like it kind of slowly yeah. raises. But dads, <laughs> dads just have go like from two. zero. Yeah to a hundred. Yeah, that's right. And so, and I get accused a lot of, you know, getting, you know, like, like taking it up to the next level right. and I need to back off a little bit, but it's hard because when, when my, when my wife is saying something mm-hmm. a million times and then I get mm-hmm. in, I'm like, you're not listening yeah. to your mother.
0: Well, and it's funny you say that. Cause like my experience is actually not really that, uh, my experience is not that way. And I okay. won't get big into that, but, but, uh, 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 not every woman has a lot of layers. the The biggest thing to to think about, because you, you're not wrong in saying that, it's and maybe just,
1: it's not a death thing. Maybe it's just a parent. Well, thing. I think it Some is. Some Parents have, yeah. have patience. Others, others don't. don't. I then, do think
0: you're generally right, but that's not always the case. And yeah. so the point really is just you don't need a thousand different like degrees of you know intensity. Right. You need a few Um, and they need to be understandable to your kids and dads or whoever, you don't need to go from zero to super angry. You need to have some degrees um, and you just need to figure that out for yourself
1: because it's not good to, I mean, obviously if your kid's done something wrong, yeah. And they like, you know, kids will get upset sometimes that you're mad at them. Right. And that's okay. You don't want it, but you don't want, you yourself don't want to sin in the middle of correcting
0: them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And
1: I think that can be a big temptation is, is, you know, where we just fly off the handle. Yeah. And so now we're in a territory where we're sinning, we're making it a thousand times worse. Right. It's better we to are. be level-headed in your discipline and say, listen, you've done something wrong. Now, here is the punishment you're that's going right. to receive. And I think that that's a much more loving approach. They
0: may still get upset. They may still cry.
1: But at least you haven't taken it
0: to the next well, level. Here's one way to think about it. Um, I was actually talking to my wife about this the other day and how we don't want to put ex- ex- expectations on our kids and then and then punish them in ways that we would never Want to have happen to us. Right. And you have to be careful with that. Because that can just. You can just let them get away with anything. Because you want to get away with anything. That's not what I'm saying. I just mean like for instance. um, This morning even. You know I was telling you. uh, I want my son to be patient. Mm-hmm. You know like stop asking for breakfast 4,000 times. Mm-hmm. And we are literally making it right now. Be patient. Well in the process of me asking him to be patient. I'm becoming very impatient. And so here I am totally doing the opposite of what I'm asking him to do. And so instead of lessening the load on him, I'm not, I should not stop telling him to be patient. I just need to instruct my own heart as well. That's good. And so, so a lot of parents do the opposite. What they do is they say, Oh, well I'm impatient. So I shouldn't ask him to be patient. No, 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 I'm impatient. I need to tell myself the same thing I have to tell my toddler.
1: Yeah. And it's okay. Like I've had this conversation before where if your kid is, oftentimes they struggle with the same things that you've struggled with. Exactly. And so it's okay to say, Hey son, you know, you, you know, obviously your kid's a little bit young, but as right. they get older, right. Hey, you need to work on being a little bit more patient. You know what? I struggle with that as well. Mm-hmm. And I have to work on being patient and it's hard. Yeah. And this is something that we can work on together to encourage one another in, in our patients. It's the same thing with, with, it can be the same thing with anger. It can mm-hmm. be, you know, whatever the thing is, Yeah.
0: anxiety, all this is how things. we encourage one another, yeah. but
1: let's talk about expectations for just a minute. Yeah. You, you brought that up. And I think that's really important to have realistic expectations on the different age of your child, yes, we need to have expectations. Uh, you know, I think God gives us a very good uh, outline, and you know, just the way God deals with us in 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 life, mm-hmm. and then as we see throughout the scriptures, mm-hmm. really, really, just helps me as a parent to understand. We need to have expectations. God has laid out the expectations for His people. But then he knows that they're not going to right. meet it. So he's provided means of grace to help them to be restored to him.
0: That's right. A lot of people see God as this, this dad who's just angry all the time. And uh and he has these expectations. And if you don't meet them, you're just getting you're just getting, you know, in huge trouble. Smited. You're getting smitten immediately. <laughs> smited. And so uh, and that's the way people think about Christianity, but the Bible. All throughout, and you yeah. pointed this out, we're gonna look at this, I think, in Deuteronomy. Yeah. How God is not like that.
1: Yeah, Deuteronomy is the covenant between uh God and the Israelite people, and he goes through most of the book is about the 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 law,
0: mm-hmm. him laying his, out expectations. his
1: expectations, but then you get to chapter thirty, and he basically says in not so many words, but it's if you read between the lines, he basically says, You're not going to live up to this. Yeah. But here's a pattern for you to be restored. That's right. And he basically says, You're going you can come back to me, be restored to me, and get into a pattern of obedience once again.
0: Yeah. And he, he says, I'm just gonna read it if that's yeah. okay. He says, So it shall be when all of these things have come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind and all the nations where the Lord your God has banished you, and you return to the Lord. Lord your God and obey Him with all your heart and soul according to all that I command you today, you and your sons. Then the Lord your God will restore you from captivity and have compassion on you and will gather you again from all the peoples where the Lord your God has scattered you. So there, there's, there's this some prophecy
1: there. There is. You're prophecy. going
0: to disobey. Exactly. You will be scattered, but there's a means of grace
1: to be restored to the Lord here, and I think that's a great word for parents.
0: Absolutely. There's times where we need to let our kids. Do things that we know are going to get them into a little bit of trouble. The thing is about God is He's in control of everything, so He can get us in a He can let us get into a lot of trouble because mm-hmm. He can get about, get us out of any trouble. Right. We as parents can't get our kids out of any trouble, but we gotta let them like try to crack eggs and make a mess a little. That's bit. right. Yeah. We gotta do that kind so, of stuff so, so we, we can out, help we, them learn. We
1: lay out the expectations for our child and say, "Hey, I need you to do this." For instance, it could be something as simple as I need you to unload and load up the dishwasher. Right. So then you go, you're doing your thing, you're running errands, you're doing whatever, you get back and they haven't done it. So how do you handle that? You right. know, do you freak out? Right. Do you Im- immediately punish them? You say, listen, I asked you to do something now. I need you to go do this right now. I'm, I'm in the middle of something. No, you could have done it at any point. Now you must do this now. And you, you give them grace even in the middle of that. And, you know, if they're willfully disobeying you you in a pattern, you have to deal with that a little bit differently. But something as little as forgetting about a chore, I've done that before. Yeah. We all have. So we remind them, give them grace, and help to restore them in that. And that goes to even something they willfully disobeyed on. You Mm -hmm. said, hey, you're not to do this, and then they do it. Well, there's some correction that comes into that. But then you give them grace. You know, I tell my kids all the time, I said, uh, you know what, let's, and, and I don't believe in long-term punishments, like mm. like weeks and months. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm punishing you for today, so you may get grounded. You may have your phone taken away for, you know, for a couple of days sometimes. Sure. But then it's like, okay, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Tomorrow you start fresh. Mm, that's you, good. You get grace. Yeah. We'll start over. We'll try again and if you can't make it then you'll receive some punishment then and yeah. then you'll be restored once again. And so I think there's a lot of really good sort of sort of lessons in that that I get from the scripture that yeah. God is giving us all kinds of chances. Yeah. We never
0: run out of chances with the Lord. That's right. I'll tell you it's so funny like the things probably the worst things that I did in my life and my parents found out about. And they I think they pretty much found out about all the worst things I've ever done. Um <laughs> they they knew And they handled it. You know, it's surprising. Like there were little things that I got in huge trouble for. But then there was these big things. And those are the things that I actually learned from the most. Mm -hmm. And they, I think the Lord was just really blessing me and blessing them. And uh, they just handled it in this way. It's like, son you know better yeah and it was this weird like really disappointed yeah Yeah. but then there was this like repent you know i was just crushed and so i repented because i was and i think that's probably why they didn't feel the need to punish me so hard is because they they knew i knew what i'd done right and so then they brought in that what it says where he will have compassion on you and will gather you again and that's what i remember the most is my parents knowing the full extent of my sin knowing that i really hated it and was feeling terrible, and then them comforting me because they knew that I was a person. I mean, they'd done this stuff themselves, mm-hmm. and so you know that's the thing. We we have to remember, like you said, they're they're human beings. They're people too. Our kids are people too, and and we have to make sure we're not holding them to a double standard that right. we don't we don't actually have ourselves.
1: That's right. That's a really good way how we can really really love them. One last thing you mentioned about uh, giving them sort of space mm. uh, to 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 live and, and explore and expand their boundaries. I think that's really important in the Mm -hmm. day, in the age of, of what we call tiger mom or, Mm -hmm. or helicopter parent or lawnmower parent, (laughs) you know, allowing your kids to have some freedom to be themselves, to, um, to express themselves, to live life is really important. I'll give you a good illustration. My son the other day, my youngest son at soccer pra- after soccer practice, we were messing around on the field and playing around, and he goes, uh, "I want to climb that fence." It was a chain link fence. <laughs> and I said, "Okay." <laughs> I said, "If you want to, that's fine." You know, maybe in the I, my my moment there was a moment was where like, I was like, uh, "Maybe this is a bad idea." But yeah. I was like, "Sure, if you want to climb that fence, go <laughs> mm-hmm. ahead." Instead, use the gate. Yeah, it's a challenge. Whatever. He gets up to the top and he goes, "Dad, help me." I go, "No, you got yourself you up there. You're gonna have to get <laughs> yeah, down." That's right. And it was like a four foot tall fence. So I'm not People like, are like, Oh my God. I know. I know
0: <laughs> three foot tall, fence, three, three story tall. Yeah. Fence. <laughs> and
1: so he did it. He did it. He climbed over and he was fine. And then yeah. uh, he went home and told his mom and mm-hmm. she was like, you did what? Mm-hmm. But I think that's really important to let our kids have a little bit of, you know, controlled freedom. That,
0: that what you said there, that's huge. Cause that's, that's the thing that we mess up and that's where balance comes in. And we mm-hmm. like to talk about balance a lot, but that controlled freedom, Freedom. I mean, isn't that what God does? You know, people get so mad. It's like, is God sovereign or are we completely free? Well, yes. Both. Like it's controlled freedom. Yeah. If we try to control every aspect of our kids'
1: lives and just helicopter or lawnmower their life, they're going to end up rebelling. They're going to end up, I would rather them make mistakes and own their faith and explore the boundaries of their faith.
0: And what, help them answer those right, those questions. Right. Mm-hmm. What it
1: means to mess up, what it means to repent, yeah. what it means to persevere. All of these things, you help them as a parent by giving them these sort of handles and these parameters, mm-hmm. but allowing them to explore and, and get a little, especially as teenagers. This right. is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and and I know like there's like how much freedom that that is that is a great question right. and honestly that is just something that y- y- we have to ask the Lord for wisdom we have with. to pray about yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so that's hard so we're not saying this is easy yeah we're just saying that we have to we really have to hold these principles or else we're going to do what seems easy in the moment and like you said just be that extremely like controlled or, or we'll just let them do whatever they want. And that's not good either. It's not good. We have to hold it in balance. So,
1: so that's just a couple ways that we found that are helpful to try to love your kids in the, in the right way. And just really think about our own spiritual lives Mm -hmm. in light of them and them becoming who God is making them to be.
0: That's right. So that's really important. So we hope that this is helpful. I know, you know, we're, you know, we're still, I'm really just kind of getting started in in process parenting and you've been doing it for a while, but You know, we we want to be better at loving our family. That's right. Um, Because the Lord says they will know you by how you love one another, not by how we love ourselves. Um, And so let's love our families well.
1: Yeah, we can never fail if we we look to the scriptures and we see how God loves us and we in turn try to love our kids in that exact same way. That's a really good pattern for us to think about. And uh, we can't go wrong there.
0: Absolutely. So cool. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you you next time.
1: time.